What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wildlife Control Podcast. My name is Kyle Waltz. This is episode eight. And on this episode, we're going to talk about some really important things that you should be doing to prepare for the growth of your business. It is essential that you do these things. We're going to talk about operations manuals, training manuals, uh, agreements for both employees and customers, and so much more. Let's dive right into it. You know, when you're out there doing a lot of this stuff on your own and you're busy and you already know how to do it and it's all up in your head, it's so simple to forget that not everyone that you hire is going to have the same knowledge as you and the the same way to do things. So I think it's extremely important that you get all of that on paper, whether you type it or write it, eventually you should type it, but you know, when you have a few employees, it's pretty easy to stay in communication with them and talk to them throughout the day and they have questions, they can call you, you know, you're the pro, it's your company or you're the manager, it's your company that you're running. Um, it's really easy, but once you get to, you know, 8, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 employees, it's impossible for you as the, you know, the main head guy to keep in touch with all those guys throughout the day. There's there's just not enough time, especially as the owner. As you grow, your, your free time gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But there's a lot of new stuff that comes into play as you grow. And if you're growing really fast, it's really difficult to find the time to talk to everybody. So in order to replicate yourself, you've got to get everything down on paper. And we've all heard this, right? You go to a customer's house yourself. You go out and you know you do an inspection. You sell a service. You provide a service. And the customer says, wow, you're great. If you could just replicate yourself. And they're entirely true. And you can't ever replicate yourself identically. But I think that you can get a lot closer when you have manuals and you have systems and processes of how to do things. Because without that, it's almost impossible to grow. You're not going to go to any big companies and look into them and find out they have no manuals. They have no agreements in place with their employees or their customers. Everything's just verbal. You can't run a business that way. And you know, information changes as you pass it down. You know, when you tell a story to somebody, they change it a little bit to the next person and they change it a little bit to the next person. And before you know it, the story is completely different, you know, five people later. So the same thing goes with training. And that's why your your training processes and procedures need to be on paper or in a video. That way you can replicate it and it needs to be available at all times while that employee is is working for you. So... One of the first things that I did when I decided, okay, let's let's get this thing cranking, is I started documenting everything. And it is a very slow process, especially when you're out there still doing everything else that you're doing. You have to add this extra task in your daily routine. So as I was servicing customers and doing exclusion work and doing sales, I'm taking mental notes and then I'm writing them down as soon as I get done. And you know, generally, I already know what I'm going to do, but it, it's it's even better, I think, when it's fresh. And 
the way that you do things, it should be the same almost every time. That way you don't confuse employees. Um, it, it makes things simpler. So you want to look at things from a point of view of somebody who doesn't have a ton of experience, doesn't know everything there is about wildlife and wildlife control, and make it an easy-to-follow procedure that really anyone can do. Um, if you make it too complicated, your service is going to be too complicated. And you know the key, ing- the key, I think, important thing to think about here is, from a customer's point of view, you want them to get the same service no matter what. Like we have customers that are here in Jacksonville that uh, also have homes, um, you know, up north. Like we have customers in South Florida that they're snowbirds. They fly down in the winter time and they live in their house in Fort Lauderdale um, in the winter. And in, in the summer, they go back to their home in New Jersey and we service them in both places. Not a lot, but we got a few of those. So they use us in, in both locations for their house, for controlling wildlife. And in that situation, they're getting the same, pretty much the same prices. It's a little bit different because there's there's state income tax in New Jersey, so we charge a little bit more. But they're getting similar prices. It's a very similar service. Um, you know, the warranties are the same. All, all all of the services are exactly the same. The experience is the same. The billing is the same. Everything is the same. And it's because we follow a set system which is on paper for everyone to follow. And once your employees know it and understand it, they don't have to look at this stuff every day. Once they're done with their training, they've got it down. We test them, we make sure they have it down. But it's very important that your customers are getting a similar experience, just as you would when you go to Chick-fil-A in your city and then you travel a thousand miles away and you go to that Chick-fil-A. The food tastes the same, the service is the same, it's always their pleasure. So. Very, very important. So that's why you write everything down. And that allows you to scale your business much faster when you have all this down on paper. Otherwise, you can still scale it for sure, but you're going to get very unpredictable results. And if you're okay with that, go for it. But I can promise you this, the big boys that are really owning our industry, like Critter Control, for example, because that is a franchise... They have probably, I'm guessing, a 100-page operation manual, if not longer than that, for every part of their business. And this, just, this isn't just about your technicians. This is about your salespeople. This is about your managers, you know, supervisors, administrative. Every role that you can think of in your business should have set systems and processes, and they will change. But while you got them, in that role, uh, you should give them your current operational strategy so they can follow it, and then you add to that or take stuff away as needed. And it's all about it's all about improvement, right? If you can find a faster way to do something, a more cost efficient way to do something, then why wouldn't you? You you would do it a lot better. So that's that's one way to think about it. So I'm just kind of kind of run through, and this isn't everything that we have in our company today. Um, some of this stuff, you know, we've had for a long time, you know, seven, eight, ten years. Other stuff we've only had for a few years. But 
the point of this this podcast is for for you to get on track of where you need to be, uh, and so you don't learn you don't have to learn from your mistakes. You know, people say, "Oh, well, you learn from your mistakes." How about just don't avoid just avoid the mistakes if you can, um, and that's what I'm trying to do is help you avoid mistakes because these these mistakes can cost you a lot of money. I mean, they can cost you lawsuits, they can cost you sales, they can cost you employees. They can cost you managers. So you want to make sure that everybody's in agreement with this. And also, people can't say, well, I didn't know. I didn't know how to do that. The customer can't say, well, I didn't know that's how the service worked. And the reason why they can't say that is because they're signing all of these things and agreeing to them. So they say, well, I didn't know that's that's what we charge to get rid of raccoons. And you could say, well, here's the price sheet that you signed off on. Um, that you that we emailed you that you received and you didn't use it so very very important so first thing you're gonna have to document everything this is gonna be very time-consuming and it's really up to you of how fast you want to get it done but document everything I would start off with prices set prices and for us it's minimum prices we will charge more than what's on the price sheet but that is going to have to do with a lot of different factors such as extra drive time or maybe it's a really, really tall roof and we got to order a lift, whatever it might be. I'm going to start with price sheet. Price sheet is simple. It gets you on track to start thinking about what I'm going to need to get on paper. And then from there, I can kind of branch out into different subjects. But on that price sheet, you should also not not just have the prices, but what is the customer actually buying? An explanation of services. What's included with that price? You know, how long is the service for? Is there a warranty? You know, if there is a warranty, what does the warranty cover? And, you know, all of that would also go into some type of an agreement you have with the customer, the service agreement, which they should sign off on. Otherwise, there's really nothing to hold them and enforce your your services with them, um, and that can come back to bite you. So once I did that, the next thing I did was I went through and created a operations man- manual of how to do things, like how to trap raccoons, how to trap possums, and all the different species that we commonly trap Um the specialty animals, I always try to let the, on purpose, we want our technicians to reach out to us for those really difficult species because putting a how-to video for your, your difficult species can be really difficult. I think it's better sometimes for them to reach out to you about that if, if you don't trap them commonly. So another thing that we did for that, just to make it easier for our team is videos. Go take two or three hours uh, over a couple of weeks and shoot training videos of how to do certain thing. I think that a lot of people learn a lot better that way from watching a video versus reading something. It's a little bit more entertaining. It's going to catch their attention. They watch this during their training, they get a link to the video, and in the future, they have a question about coyotes, they pull up their training software, they type in coyotes, the coyote training video pops up, it's a four or five minute clip, they watch it, then they can call the customer and tell the customer what needs to be done to resolve the issue. 
and it might not be that exact same situation, but at least they have a base to work off of, and they have a, a basic understanding of what they need to do for that particular situation. And of course, if they want to get even more information about that, they can pull up their operations manual and look into that species as well. Obviously, you should also be telling your people, look, there's tons of information out there about how to trap animals and how to do certain things. And for us, as far as trapping goes, we want to be humane, right? We're in the public eye. Number two, we want to be legal. We don't want to do anything that's illegal. And then number three, we want to be safe. We don't want to do anything that could injure our technicians, our customers, or their pets. Very, very important. You probably don't want to put a conibear trap on a, a groundhog burrow or an armadillo burrow when you know their little puppy might wander, wander in there. That would be really ugly. Or worse, somebody steps on it and breaks their leg. Uh, that would be a lawsuit probably. So you really want to avoid um, situations like that. If you want to go that route, hey, go ahead. We're not doing that kind of stuff in my company though. So those manuals are going to allow you to scale a lot faster. They're going to, the employee is going to get that when he goes to work for you. He's going to have everything he needs. So if he's, if he's focused, if he really is serious about this job, he's going to learn that stuff. And then you should follow up and test them on that. Now, before we even bring an employee into the company, we do it's called a new hire checklist. It's kind of like a, a checklist to make sure we completed everything that we need to complete. And that's really something that our managers um, are going to be following and checking off before that employee even gets in the door. Simple things that we can all forget, like did they get a drug test done? Did they get a background check done? Can they drive one of our company vehicles? Did we get them on the insurance? All of that stuff. We want to make sure that we have all that done and not just off of memory because even if you are the owner and you're like, oh yeah, I got this. I know what to do. You still got to have something to hold yourself accountable because you're busy. Let's face it. So what can we do to make sure I don't forget anything? Well, you create this checklist and then once you found somebody that you want to hire, you go through and check everything off and make sure you got everything done. Once we get them in the door, and now it's time for training, orientation. We have an orientation checklist going through everything that they need to know to work for our company. They need to understand systems and processes, right? So we're going to go through systems and processes for invoicing customers, for collecting money, for turning in money. Um, if they are a branch manager somewhere, depositing money. All of these things that are so important, and then we're going to go back through them, and we, we do a little quiz on it. How about sales and marketing? You do need to know how to do the service, but you're not going to have any services if you don't know how to sell it, and everybody should be selling it the same way or a very similar way, again, so customers aren't getting completely different answers to their questions. You know, your technician goes out, and pitches the customer on doing an exclusion, and he, he tells the customer what product that the company uses to seal off the entry points. Customer says, I'll think about it. Well, a couple weeks later, one of your salespeople stops by to check on the existing service, 
and she asked about the exclusion and he gives her a completely different answer of what type of product they would use on the house to seal off those openings. So that's where your sales and marketing strategies should be right on point and that kind of follows back through to your price sheet. Um, everyone's going to have that price sheet. It's a menu of services. So they need it needs to have on there exactly what product you're going to be using for each repair that you do, uh, for each trapping you do, etc. So we have scripts. We have scripts of exactly how you should be selling the service. And we do a sales meeting every single morning, Monday through Friday. Uh, it's about 30 minutes long. And we go through lots of situations. We do role play. We go over any challenges. And, you know, a lot of times it's just the same thing over and over and over again. But the whole idea is to go over yesterday's successes and then also look at how we can improve and get better for today. So those sales pitches, those scripts that we use, they're going to also offer some consistency. Another thing that we have, which is very long, which is our employee handbook. This handbook is, is there to really help our employees understand who we are as a company, what our goals are, um, what our values are, and then really just overall company rules. Again, we don't want we don't we don't want everybody doing different things and thinking they can do certain things, and other people are like, oh, I don't think that's the right thing to do. It needs to be on paper. It needs to be very clear. We do not allow smoking in the office. Silly things like that are in there. But a lot of stuff that you might not think of are in there as well. And that employee handbook is probably something that you should have an attorney help you out with. Um, make sure everything's on point. As well as like a position agreement, a non-compete agreement. When somebody comes to work for you, it's very important that they have a clear description of what is expected of them. And I, I, we, I've, I've experienced this many times where people come in, they work for you for a year, and they have that position agreement, and you bring something up a year later, and they act like that wasn't in their description. Like, oh, sales isn't isn't in my uh, <laughs> sales isn't in my job title, and it says here um, that it is. So, very important that they understand what their responsibilities are so there's no confusion over what they should be doing every day. And uh, that's just going to really hold people accountable and it's, it's helpful for you as well as an employer if this employee is not performing and there's been a lot of issues and a lot of complaints, you have that position agreement to fall on to you know, enforce that. So very important. Uh, non-competes are very important as well. You know, you you have all this effort, all this money into your company. The last thing you want is for someone to quit and replicate what you're doing and take a bunch of your customers with them. You know, I've found that it's going to happen no matter what, whether you have that non-compete or not. But when you have that non-compete, at least you have something that you can enforce now and, you know, hopefully hold that person accountable. On a side note from this, most people do not, or not, not they don't, but they are not willing to put in the effort that 
is required to become successful in business. Um, there's a lot of people that are. There's a lot of people that are very good. But if you look at the statistics, only 1% of the United States population um, has what it takes to get to that, that successful level. So, you know, it's a very, very small percentage. Most people would rather work for somebody else. They don't do very well on their own. There's just too many distractions, I think. Too many distractions. And here in the U.S., uh, comfort is, I think, a killer. And, and people are just looking for comfort. And in business, there's not a lot of comfort. It's a lot of hard work. Um, safety policies. Obviously, you don't want people getting hurt on the job. Okay. Safety policies are good. Workers comp like the safety policies. You should have a safety policy and go through everything. Look up the OSHA rules for roof work, attic work, you know, working in working around uh, you know, bat guano and rodent droppings and stuff like that. You do not want to get in trouble with OSHA. So make sure you have safety policies and most likely going through all of these things is just going to help you become a better owner or manager. Um, it's going to open your eyes to, oh, wait a second, <laughs> we weren't supposed to be doing that all these years. So make sure that you know that. And some of this stuff, some of these safety policies that OSHA has, I respect OSHA, and I think that they understand this too. They're just darn right silly. Um, you still got to say them to your, to your team. Um but it's there's some silly stuff in there. I'll just leave it at that. And then more so than anything, you know, you're you're putting all this effort in to getting things on paper for your employees and for your customers. So everybody's on the same page. But the most important thing on top of that foundation that I just went over is incentivizing your team to grow the business through sales, through marketing, all that stuff. And, you know, I have, I definitely don't have it all figured out. Um, we offer the whole company commission though. If they sell anything, the entire company has opportunity to get commission off of each sale that they make and each customer that they bring in. So it's incredibly important. Um, you need to have something like that in place. And that allows your company to grow without you having to put your, your foot into everything. So, I mean, that's great, right? That's great to know, hey, I can go on, I can go on vacation. And while I was gone, you know, our company grew X amount because of a big account that we got. It's an annual account. You know, stuff like that. It's very, very helpful to have that in place. Obviously, your salespeople are doing that. Try to get everybody involved in sales if you can. Um, the other day at our office, one of our customers, service representatives, which are not required to do sales, only our salespeople have quotas, nobody else does, and one of our customer service representatives you know, sold a job over the phone uh, the customer just called and asked questions about something, and then you know she was able to talk her into moving forward with a service that she had just sent a letter out to uh, to obtain a new, a new sale from that customer. So we're starting to see that a lot, and that's incredibly helpful when you have everybody working towards that goal. And what is your goal? You need to know what your goal is, and that should be on paper really for yourself and for your team, so they understand what you're trying to accomplish. 
that they understand that you know we're not just out here just doing whatever we want. We're actually working towards something. Uh, we're trying to get to X amount of dollars in revenue, X number of customers this year, whatever it is. When you have all that on paper and everybody can see that, and they can see that we're getting closer to that each day, each year, um, gosh, it's it's super helpful. And I think that it's going to really open up your eyes, um, open up the employees' eyes, and it's just gonna you're just gonna see some momentum when you do that. So before you scale, all of these things I believe should be done. You don't have to do these things. You can you can just get after it without it. But I've found that it's much more helpful to have these things. The majority of these things I added as I grew. I didn't do them all at once because it's very time consuming. I mean, some of these things can take hours to do. And, you know, I think that when it comes to growing, you just get that urge like, man, I got to grow. I got to grow. I got to grow. And you can grow and add these as you grow, but I, I really believe you should try and get these things in place beforehand. Um, you know, look at look at your business as something that is going to grow without you, and when you do that, it really forces yourself. If you if you take a step back and make it somebody else's responsibility to get everything in check, it's going to force you to create all of these agreements and manuals beforehand. So really helpful. And with today's technology and the internet, everything is so available. You don't have to go sit in an attorney's office to get this stuff done. There's websites. Um, I don't know all the websites, but there's a lot of websites out there where you can get documents for your state um, created by an attorney that are going to highly benefit your business and it's going to look more professional. And when employees are coming in too, look at it this way. If you're if if you're an employee and you were working for a big company that had all of this stuff, they have so many signatures, like they have to buy like five cars, it feels like, as much paperwork as they have to do when they when they go work for that big company. And then they come to your company, there's nothing. Hey, you're hired. You're like, okay. Like, there's no drug test, there was no background check, nothing. Can you work? Great. You willing to make this much an hour? Great. I think in their point of view, they're thinking, this company is just, like, there's no rules. I can do whatever I want. I just show up, do my job, and go home, and that's it. There's no set process of how to do anything. It's all just kind of do it however you want. And I think that is going to create a more chaotic environment. You want structure in your business, and this is going to create structure. Um, This is going to allow you to enforce policies. And most of all, it's going to allow you to scale faster with predictable results. Um, Also, you know, if you're not if you're not doing this, your pricing is is going to be it's it's not going to be accurate because sometimes technicians are going to go out and maybe use products that you're not supposed to be using and the jobs are going to cost more. It's so important that everything's on paper. And I can't stress that enough. But get all that done and you'll be on track to grow and get to the next place. Um, Your people are really going to benefit from this. And I think they're going to feel a lot better about being a part of your organization when they see that you're really putting the effort forward 
to be a great company, as always, you're going to have issues. It's going to happen. You're going to have problems. You're going to you're going to listen back at this and say, "Man, what a waste of time that was. That one employee didn't follow our handbook or or didn't follow the price sheet. What what good is it to have a price sheet if nobody's going to follow it?" Well, <laughs> a lot of people aren't going to follow it, but it's there to utilize and you're going to have to repeat yourself and tell them, "Hey, this does have this this does have to be followed." Um, in order for us to be a successful organization. If they don't follow it, hey, you know, write them up. You know, work through your process of, of uh, getting that employee to perform accurately um, and follow those set processes and, processes and procedures. So I hope that helped you today. Um, if anyone is interested in getting a copy of my ebook, I have an ebook. It's really for any business, but it'll work for the wildlife control. Uh, I'll throw it to you for free. It's in a PDF format, and it's really just breaking down a lot of this stuff and a lot more stuff of how to get your company from zero to a million in less than 12 months. Um, it's a recipe that we followed, and it worked incredibly well. It goes into marketing, goes into selling, uh, goes into a lot of things. Um, it's, it's, it's focus though, is to get your company from zero to a million. I, I published it about three years ago. You can find it on Amazon. Um, it's how I build a million dollar service business is what it's called. But if anybody's interested in getting a copy of that, shoot me an email, Kyle at firstcoastwildlife.com. I'll send it to you for free. I will not charge you for it. Um, you know, I want to help everybody become successful. I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I learned from my mistakes. I want you to avoid those mistakes altogether so that you can get there a lot faster and a lot easier than I did. So I hope everybody has a great day. Happy trapping.